BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Show podcast is happening now. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Tell me if you think this is going to help me be less fat. Moments before going to bed. I had done kind of well. I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't eat. Let's put it this way. Uh, Tuesday, I keep thinking it was Monday yesterday. I didn't eat any damn candy. That's good. No candy. I had a salad, a nice salad. Bedtime. One Italian sausage. I just like grabbed it because we had it like for a cookout on the Memorial Day festivities. All right, that's it. I just, uh, okay, some protein. Protein is good. I just had a successful workout. I'll eat that. And then it went to, wait a minute, there's a hot dog in the bag. A Kogel hot dog. You know, with the uh, casing on it, the whole deal. Snatch that out of there. That disappeared quickly. No bun, just ate it. Okay, now there's also in the fridge a container full of... um, uh, it's a potato, a mustard type of potato salad you get. You know, it shows up in that in that square container in the in the grocer's in your deli, right next to like the macaroni salad. Okay, got to do that too. Um, and then I went upstairs, and Madison says, "This is at nine p.m." 
Madison is in her bedroom and she's uh, like watching a show on a computer. And she says, hey, dad, can you take this downstairs for me? I go, okay, what is it? And it's, uh, she had uh, murdered some, some Chinese food. But what she didn't murder was the egg roll. An untouched egg roll. And so uh, I walked down the steps with the plate. And by the time I got to the bottom of the steps, the egg roll had vanished. Eh, everybody does that right before bedtime. Italian sausage, hot dog, uh, a couple big scoops of uh, potato salad. Wasn't there something else in there, too? I think there was. No candy, but no candy. Uh, yeah. That's my life. Oh, my God. Thank you to the audience on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. So, all of you are going to leave except for the Twitch audience in a little bit. So uh, hang around for as long as you want. But, uh, you know, if you want the full show on Twitch, that's where, well, that's where you got to go. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The Twitter feed brought to you by Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. And then YouTube, the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, you you saw yesterday on uh, Facebook and YouTube that I posted an interview with uh, someone who I don't know shit about this guy. But. A lot of people love this guy. Well, I, I love him too. He's a terrific guy to talk to. But uh, I have what this guy does for a living as the lead singer of Slipknot and Stone Sour. I, that's not really my thing. But what uh, is my thing is finding out the story behind the people. So I don't, I don't care who it is. I can interview him. I don't need to know shit about anybody and I can interview him. All I know is that this guy, Corey Taylor, uh, this is what I know about Corey Taylor. Lived a very full life, been through the ringer, made a lot of mistakes, extremely famous, and now is um, working to try to help people struggling with PTSD. And he's going to be here in West Michigan tomorrow. So he just started a charity like less than a month ago. It was on like May 12th and he doesn't even have a website for it yet. And he's helping as these towns that he blows into on these, on his tours, he helps individual local charities that want to help people who are struggling with PTSD. So he does this by doing things like he's doing tomorrow He'll show up and um, you pay like a hundred bucks to meet him. And then that money goes to the charity in that he is supporting locally. And that charity locally is called 92 for 22. It's a bunch of like-minded individuals, military folks who are trying to help people who are struggling with PTSD, first responders, military uh, people who've, who've seen a lot, 
So uh, that that that's perfect. So Corey has folks who seek out these local charities when he heads into town, and they reached out to me and said, "Hey, will you promote our event or our our charity?" And I go, "Well, yeah, I'd love to, but you know what always really moves the meter for these things is when the people behind these efforts speak about them." Well, what are you, what are you getting at? Well, I want to talk to him. I mean, he if he can give me twenty five minutes. I'll, I'm guessing we could really help 92 for 22. I mean, it's it really doesn't have much punch if I talk about it. But if a super famous person discusses what is going on, now, now we're talking. Now that is fun. So uh, I booked it, and uh, I honestly, I, I don't know shit about this guy. But as soon as I started talking to him, I realized... He's an exceptional individual. And so talking to him was an absolute joy. And then I posted it like I would anything else. And, and I'm getting a lot of weight. Huh? How is he talking to you? Which is a little insulting. How is such a, a, a small time shithead like you talking to Corey Taylor? I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, well, I, I, I asked, so that is cool. And I hope you all enjoyed it. He was a great guy. Really, really great dude. Uh, so you can check that out. I posted it, uh, on Facebook and on YouTube. And then I also, um, uh, made it available on the audio podcast. So I hope you like it. Slipknot and Stone Sour. And then I went back and I go, well, you know, everybody loves this guy. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and listen to his music. And, uh, by the way, Kenny, I tipped him off about this. He was the only person I talked to about this, uh, this interview. And he sent me some song. Oh man, <laughs> you got to check this one out. And he knows that any of like the Slipknot songs, I'm not going to like, and it's true. I don't. I, I do not like that style of music. It doesn't matter. I don't I don't care if um if baby Jesus comes down to the earth and he picks up a guitar and he performs that that style of music. I'm gonna say, Baby Jesus, I love you and you're really interesting. I wanna talk to you on the Eric Zane Show uh podcast, but uh I am not a fan of what you are doing here. Okay, I I have ears and I can tell something that sounds pleasant and you don't. You're doing it wrong. However, however, when he does covers, I've uh, I found a number of the songs that he does as covers are uh, fantastic. In fact, Arena Nick Nick V sent along a. Uh, a song that that dude covered when he was on stage with uh, Jerry Cantrell from Allison uh, Chains, and he performed Wood, and he did a uh, fantastic job because I like that song. And uh, then he also did Gimme Shelter, the old Rolling Stones song, which I loved that with uh, Lizzie Hale, who... Oh my God! As a voice of a of a of a goddess, 
that I loved. Fantastic. Uh, I have to check out some of the Stone Sour songs. Supposedly, that is uh, something that I that I might like. So I will. I'll take a listen to that. But that was very very cool. I'm so glad he took the time to do that, and he was very very laid back. And um, yeah, man. So if you want to actually meet the guy. Uh, all the details are there as to what you need to do. And if you give a hundred bucks, you're going to hang out with him for like an hour. You get pictures, you know, uh, cause he's going to be in town tomorrow for the concert. And then this little meet and greet happens at like a 2 PM on day of show. So that is, uh, that is cool. I'm glad he's doing that. Hey, buy the damn tire insurance. All right. You know, when, when you're buying a set of tires, they're like, hey, uh, give me 20, 20 bucks a tire, and you have unlimited coverage. If something goes wrong on the tire, we're going to give you a new tire. And I, these guys, this is a free ride. Discount Tire in Granville, Michigan, the absolute best. I have been buying. They are awesome. I've been t- buying tires from them for a long, long time. I need to get them on as a sponsor. I've spent so much money with those folks. Um. And they say, hey, you want to buy the tire insurance? Now, normally, I don't ever buy any type of extended warranty or anything, but then something has always gnawed at me, buy the tire insurance. And I think there might have been one or two times that I haven't for some reason. I don't know why I would do that. But um, yesterday, Jackie, is she sends me, hey, I got a flat tire. Now, if you recall, last time she got a flat tire on this 2015 Civic, she smashed into a curb. So right away, I'm like, oh, come on. And she said, no, there was something in the road. It was a piece of metal, pierced the sidewall, and then it kicked up and it damaged the actual vehicle. I go, oh, my God. And it did. There's a hole in the plastic bumper and then the side of the car's got it. I don't know what the fuck she ran over. How did you miss that? But anyway, she's fine. Tire immediately out of air. She pulls over. Now, the last time that that fucking car had a flat tire, we discovered that this is my only knock on Honda vehicles. Um, For years now, instead of putting a spare tire in, they give you a pump. (laughs) It's so stupid. There's even a spot, like if you lift up the little thing in the trunk... There's, there's a spot where a tire once was, or, or could be, I guess, where a tire could be. Instead, there's a, uh, uh, like a, a styrofoam insert almost in the shape of a tire with a cutout for a pump. And there's a pump in there. And then attached to the pump is a can of that shit that you, uh, you screw onto the valve stem and then you... And then it, uh, it, whatever it, it, it repair, it blocks the hole. Now I'd always been taught that if you get a flat tire and you use that stuff, that it, your, your tire is no good. I mean, yes, you'll be able to get to a place to repair the tire, like off the road or what, but what now, but you know, the, the, the tire is no good at that point. So this is a, this is a disaster. And besides, I don't think that that material is effective when you have a blowout or the sidewall is ruptured, like what happened to Jacqueline. 
I, I think that this is a huge mistake. In fact, I just got, when we got Diana's car, it's the first thing I do is I check, I check and sure enough, if they, I got, now I've got two pumps. Yeah. Just uh, spray this on the inside of the tire and uh, then fill it up. Then you're good. You'd be on your merry way. No bullshit. At least give me the donut. Why? 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 How come you can? I mean, this is a, this is a, a a great car. This this new one that Diana got. You telling me you can't put a stupid donut in there? You know the one that you can't go over like fifty miles an hour. That was perfect. I mean, truth be told, it was bad enough when they went from full size spare to stupid ass uh, bicycle tire donut. But at least you could take the tire with a hole in it, put it in your trunk, put the donut on, and then get to work, and then take the car to the place to get the tire repaired. No, no, they don't do that shit anymore, at least on these cars. So that is a that is my only knock on Honda vehicles, because I kind of am partial to them. Do you remember back in the day when if you bought a vehicle that was not an American company. Everybody fucking yelled at you and shit. It's like, oh, fuck off. Make a better car, dick. Eat my ass. About the only thing the American car market has been able to dominate has been pickup trucks. Jesus. Anyway. Um, so back at the first, when she smashed into the curb, I, I actually went over to Discount Tire and bought, like, a full-size tire. You you can't buy a donut. I bought a full-size tire on a rim and put it in there. It's It occupies so much space that the thing in the, in the trunk that, uh, you know, you have to lift up that, uh, like, I guess it's, like, almost like, uh, uh, it's like cardboard with a little rug on it. That thing won't even go all the way down, but, and it didn't even have a jack. So I had to buy a jack. I had to buy the tire and I've yet to do that for Diana's car. I need to do that. Um, so thank God I did that. So, um, Justin goes to where she is and puts the tire on, even though, uh, I said to her, I go, you need to watch me do this. And she's sitting there watching me do it. Last time this happened, I go, you're not even paying attention. She goes, I know. I go, well, why, why are you wasting my time? She goes, well, I don't know. I just, she just wanted to humor me. So I'm showing her how to change a tire. And it, it's all, the words are bouncing off of her. I'm showing her how to do it. I go, why aren't you paying attention to this? She goes, I'll just have Justin do it. And I'm like, what is wrong? It, it's a very, I think it's a rare thing to have, I don't know what it is. Is this a chick thing? I mean, not all chicks. I'm guessing some of you in the audience could actually change a tire quite well. I'm looking at actually probably, I only picture Andrea doing it. I only picture out of all the audience members. Okay. If Andrea, uh, gets a flat tire. Okay. She's going to get out. Well, first of all, she's going to put a cigarette in her mouth. She's going to light it up, you know, and then, uh, she's going to look at it. And then uh, some guy is going to pull off of the side of the road and white knight her and say, hey, yeah, hey, you want me to help you there? And she's going to hit him with a fucking tire. Get away, creep. I got this. And then 
she's gonna she doesn't even need a jack. She's gonna lift up her truck and uh and and repair the thing. I, I fully expect that to be the case. The rest of you I can't picture any one of the live audience on Twitch being able to change tire. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Jackie is is like you. Get uh I drive over to where she works. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna take your tire, I'm gonna take it over to discount tire. Uh on the way there, I call the dude. Brian, Eric's in. Hey Eric. I go I need you to check on uh the tires on the Civic. Did I buy the tire insurance? Okay, let me see. He's looking. There's silence. Yep. You did. You did buy the tire insurance. Thank God. Yes. He goes, it did its job, didn't it? I go, it absolutely did, man. Buy the damn tire insurance. It's going to cost you about 80 bucks more. 81. Wheel it into the garage. I go, all right, let me know when you're done. He goes, all right. I go home. Get a text message. It's done. Now you got to buy tire insurance for the new tire. $20.25. I go, all right. Jackie, Venmo me $20.25. Why? For the tire insurance. Yeah, but you paid for it. I paid for the last tire insurance. You're paying for this tire insurance. She sent me the cash. Oh, good. That's a great feeling. I highly encourage it. Buy the damn tire insurance. One more vet trip. Okay, now I just am coming off uh, two weeks of $2,000 to the vet. I'm vetted out. Daisy had been suffering from a urinary tract infection. You got to go for a recheck. So I'm thinking they just go in. Takes a minute. No. No, not at all. I don't know why I thought this would be a quick visit. And they're slammed. There's so many dogs there. And oh my God. I'm sitting there in the waiting room. And this pit bull comes walking by and sees Daisy and wants to rip her head off. I'm like, oh my God. And it's fighting with its owner. And I'm like, man, if she loses, and she was a fat ass too. If she goes down, that dog is is going to be going for Daisy's throat. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I wandered away while this wildebeest tries to put her dog on the scale. Get the fuck out of there. Finally, Daisy gets seen. They go, okay, we just got to go get a sample. I'm like, what? Yeah, of course. I'm like, well, yeah. So they, they have to, she has to pee. They get the pee sample. They take they take a look at it. Doc comes in and boy, is she cute. Oh, she's such a babe. And I'm just trying to like, you know, help. Yes, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh-huh. And uh, good news. No issues. And then she's, uh, she's walking away. She goes, okay. Uh, so-and-so here, the Ashley the nurse or the vet tech. I don't know what the hell they call him. Do they even call him a nurse? 
says, uh, she'll get you squared away. And I'm like, wait a minute, squared away. You don't say squared away unless there's about to be some type of dollar and cents transaction. That's the only squaring away I can think of. So I'm like, oh boy. So this was the cherry on top. Another 70 bucks out the door. Jeremy out the door, 70 bucks. I go, all right. Fine. And then she goes, hey, and good news. We don't need to see Daisy till November. And I'm like, you know, that seems like uh, it should be like June. You should be saying we don't need to see Daisy until June of 2023, I'm thinking. Holy shit. All right. I also learned something at the vet. I'm sitting there in the waiting room after the pit bull tries to rip Daisy's head off. And they've got this uh, uh, thing on the wall. It's like, well, it's a, it's a freaking TV and there's like a scrolling messages. Like one message might be uh, uh, our staff and it has all the all the ladies, no dudes, by the way. This is an industry, I guess, that no man wants to work in. You ever think about all the industries that are dominated by one gender or the other? Vet technician is one dominated by women. Dudes do not want to be vet techs. There are no dudes that work there. And I think if they wanted to, they could. It's not like they're discriminating, but men apparently do not want to help uh, in this industry. Just like you you rarely see uh, women in trades, like a plumber, HVAC, or construction. Why the hell is that? I don't understand. Um, so it's our staff and then it, it flips and it says uh there's a message about how something that can kill your cat and i have two cats and then it clicked this right here is going to kill my cat well n- not this specific specifically i sound like i'm drunk did you know that lilies will kill your fucking cat If someone gives you a lily, uh, don't let it into your house. If your cat, because my cats eat all sorts of flowers all the time. Like if someone gets, like if Diana gets, uh, if I get her flowers, the cat's always like eating the baby's breath or the leaves on whatever, on the roses or whatever it may be, or the carnations. But if the cat decides to bite a lily, it's going to destroy their kidneys. I mean, it's not negotiable. It's not like, oh, it might destroy their kidneys. It's going to destroy their kidneys. I had no idea. Thank God I was in there on that day because I wouldn't have seen this message. Now, it turns out this particular lily is called a calla lily, a calla lily, Zantedestia. Isn't that a blues singer, Susan Zan Tedeschia? 
Uh, this one in particular will not actually kill the cat, but if the cat goes and bites these leaves, it is going to cause excruciating, burning pain to the cat uh, in its mouth, tongue, and esophagus. Wow, what the fuck? So I think this is one of those deals um, that you put in the ground every year now, and it comes back every year. I don't know if it's around year round. Maybe it is. I have no idea. But I think I can put this thing outside in a particular so that it doesn't get direct sunlight. And it, but for now, it's here. It can't, it can't be in the damn kitchen. It'll kill the cat. Well, it won't kill the cat, but it'll hurt the cat. Like, holy fuck, I had no idea. Be safe. This is a public service announcement from your old pal, Eric Zane. All right. So that was my a big portion of my day yesterday, man. Got a lot done. But not enough done because this pool looks like shit. The stupid RV needs to be cleaner and it needs to be out of my driveway today. Uh, so I'm feeling the pressure, feeling the heat. Uh, that's what I'm dealing with. Uh, this show, as you know, originates from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. I have deer meathead happening in 23 minutes. Little lean on the questions. I've got three or four, but I need more. I would love you to send along a question for deer meathead. So if you are in the live audience and you're hearing this right now, Send along a question, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Dad always loves to hear from you. It is uh, a big, is like one of his favorite parts of the week is to be um, answering your questions and talking with you, the audience. He loves you so very much. And I hate to say it. I know it's a little morbid. What's that song? Don't know what you got till it's gone. We have to treasure this man. We have to protect this man. He's not here forever. And I know it's crazy. Eric, how can you possibly talk like that? Well, I'm just, I'm trying to keep it real with you. He's not in the best of health. His mind is fading fast. Who sings that? Don't know what. Is that Cinderella? Tom Kiefer? Oh my God. I love him so much. I cannot imagine life without my father. Seriously. I was the same way without my mom. I, I've been thinking about my mom lately. I was like, fuck. Can't believe it's been, uh, it'll be two years in October. I, I still, it still doesn't seem like she's, uh, like she's gone. You know, and when, when you're in a spot like, uh, like I'm in where, um, I didn't see her that often, you know, months would go by before I'd, I talked to her all the time, but I just wouldn't see her. I just, just miss her voice. I go back and listen to uh, the old voicemails. I, are, are you one of those? I, I still have them. I got, um, I have to dub them over onto a, a waveform so I can have them forever. They, you know, surprisingly, they don't really make me sad. I just like hearing them, you know? Yeah, right. You're going to make me cry. I'm going to make me cry. Don't make me cry, Eric. Yesterday, um, I went uh, went back over to the YMCA. Team Knuckle Dragger said it was uh, black shorts, blue top. Today, 
It is, uh, what do we have for the fashion accessories today? We have um, gray bottom black top. I got in there late. I was not able to lift weights, but I did get the running workout in. Uh, I am once again a glutton for punishment, challenging Mike Ball in uh, about 16 weeks, the Grand Rapids Half Marathon. In fact, how many how many weeks officially is this? I, I need to know this right this second. Um, let's see. The race is October. What is the race? I'm not going to bother with it now. We're about 16 weeks away. Um, never been fatter. Never been more gross. I think I was better off last year at the start of uh, the training campaign. I did suffer an injury then. That did hamper me, but that that's no excuse. I was just absolutely disgusting. Had no shot to beat this man. Probably no no shot again. I, I would give myself less of a chance of beating this man. So I know what I'm up against. Last year, though, I was much more cocky. But yesterday, I got on that damn treadmill. And I tell you what, I felt strong, ladies and gentlemen. I'd taken a few days off going up north. You know, the um, it's funny, though. When I was up north, I was on my feet all damn day, every day, and uh, doing things like uh, mowing the grass and chopping wood. And I, was, I wasn't sitting around by any stretch. Um, I felt more fatigued, my feet in particular, at uh, when I was up north than I, I do here because – when I'm here, I'm first of all, I'm seated for several hours every day. The only time I'm really on my feet is when I'm at the gym. And uh, that plantar fasciitis, it, oh my God, did that creep up on me um, when I was up north. By, the, by midday, I was limping. It was terrible. And I had that, uh, I used to have that damn sock called the Strasburg sock, which... Um, it, you, you know, it, it pulls up to your knee and it's got a little buckle on it. And then at the toe area, there's like a, a strap, which it, um, it flexes your foot as you tie it onto that buckle. And, you know, you can't walk when you have it on, but it stretches the bottom of your foot incredibly. I have no damn socks, so I'm up north. And what did I do? I duct tape my foot. I'm not even kidding you. I put tape around my toe area and then um, pulled the duct tape up to my knee and then strapped it to an area above my knee, like more duct tape. So I I went to sleep with my foot duct taped. Swear to God. I did it last night too. I've been doing it since because the the thing's still barking at me. And then about Two and a half hours later, the foot's starting to get uncomfortable, you know, because it's been in one position for too long and it's, you know, it's time to, so at like one in the morning, I'll yank the duct tape off and that's not pleasant. So I have no hair on my thigh. Oh, so you, Diana hears like the sound of duct tape ripping and me going, and she goes, what the fuck was that? What are you doing? We're taking that fucking duct tape off. She goes, you're a fucking psycho. What kind of asshole puts duct tape on his leg? To, I go, you, you know what I'm doing. You're an asshole. Why don't you just go buy another sock? I don't have it. it I, I need it right now. 
Jesus Christ, I'm sleeping and I hear that you're having a fucking heart attack. Sorry. A treadmill yesterday. Just, you know, when you take several days, I, I worked out, I ran on the treadmill um, for most of May and I hadn't done that in forever. So then I took days off and my body healed. I got on that fucker yesterday and I felt strong as shit. And uh, the, the workout calls for a one mile warm up, gradually increasing your intensity. And then, uh, all right, get off treadmill, stretch a little bit. All right, let's get after it. Mile repeats at uh, lactate threshold. So that used to be 6.30 a mile. To be able to beat Mike, I'm going to need to be running these repeats. And as the workouts increase, it's you do several of them, like five, six, seven, one mile repeats. Uh, at about seven... 17 a mile. That's the pace it needs to be at to be able to run a half marathon in about an hour, 35 hour, 36. You need to have that, that level of fitness. I'm not there, but I did run a 7:45 mile and you pause for two minutes and you do it again. The second mile was 7:35. And it was hard. It was very, very hard to do. I don't know if I can pull that off. I know I can't. If I, I could probably do one mile at 717 right now, and then I'll have to call it a day. There is a long way to go. Who was that? We got a long way to go. And a short time to get there. Eastbound and down. Jerry Reed. Right? Great show, by the way. Holy fuck, is that funny? Danny McBride. The thing about Danny McBride is once you see Danny McBride, no matter what character he's doing, it's still uh, Kenny Powers. I do the Patreon podcast every single day. Uh, Went for about 40 minutes yesterday after this one got done, and I want you there. Each and every day of the work week, I do the Patreon bonus podcast. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you if you've signed up in the past. I would love you to come back to the pack. Come on now. Uh, You can sign up for five or ten bucks a month. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happens Thursday. Excuse me. If you're on Patreon, you're invited. If you don't see an invite, let me know on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Please do that. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And by the way, got some nice emails yesterday. Uh, that is the best way to correspond with me. Um, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. If you ever want to talk to me. In fact, who did I hear from? I heard from uh, Sweet Maureen. And uh, let's see. And uh, I believe Dan. Dan O. Podcast number 830. Eric, awesome podcast today. All of the topics were great, but your discussion on the Texas shooting was noteworthy. Welcome back. Thank you, Dan O. Maureen says, 
Hi, Eric! <laughs> I just finished listening to the podcast from this morning! So happy to see your face <laughs> and hear your voice again! I missed you while you were on vacation! Sounds like don't. And now Linda and I are out in California! <laughs> so we're asleep when you're doing the podcast! Anywho, just wanted to say good show, glad you're back! <laughs> Carry on, Maureen! Thank you, my dear. Glad you're there. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. That is the best way to get a message to me. And thank you, by the way, to Shoreliner Striping for once again sponsoring the email. You guys are awesome over there. Okay. Oh, man. The open and live stream of the podcast brought to you by Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962. If you want to talk to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Emilio also might be able to help you. If you go to their website, dumpsterdiversllc.com, you can... uh, rent one online uh three different uh, size dumpsters to choose from they occupy less space in your driveway because they're tall as opposed to long okay and they are cheaper than any other company in west michigan that can deliver a dumpster to you all right the weight limit is lower they do that because they know that um uh you know, the other companies charge you a price point or a weight point that you can't possibly achieve. They're basically stealing your money. If you do happen to go over the weight limit, they will, you'll have to pay for that, but it's really, really hard. You can pack that thing full of shingles and you won't hit the weight limit. And they just got like some milestone number of reviews and they're still averaging five stars at dumpster divers. Kyle is very, very proud of that. He will join us on the show tomorrow. Kyle, from dumpster divers get a dumpster from dumpster divers my policy shop insurance frank the tank fuss you can find him at buyinsurancehere.com terrific individual might be playing paintball with us on june 26th if the tank shows up that's going to be awesome he'll be wearing his maga shirt 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. Call him on the megaphone today. Say, Frank, Eric Zane sent me. I need help navigating healthcare.gov. All right. If you just became unemployed or you're between jobs or, you know, maybe you're self-employed, you need health insurance. There is a special enrollment period going on right now that Frank needs to help you with to see if you qualify. 616 616- Nine one four four zero seven zero. Call him or text him. Mention my name, and he'll get you started on everything you need to know to make that happen. Frank's services are free. That's the best part about all this. A lot of people are like God. How do I? How do I take advantage of this? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm telling you right now, and it doesn't cost you anything. He gets paid by the insurance companies. All right. Well, that is that is an open in the books officially. And uh, 
Well, I got to go pee. So you know how it is. It's time. Stand by. I will be back with more. I think I have to say goodbye. <coughs> Excuse me to the folks on um, Facebook. Got it. I guess I already said goodbye. I think I, I think I'm still there. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna say goodbye to the folks on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. If you want the full show, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. They're cramping our style anyway, you know? Uh, let's see here. Special guest joining us on the phone. Everybody's going to love this. Good morning. Kenny in Nashville. How are you, sir? Very well, very well. What did you think of the interview with Corey Taylor? That's like one of your favorites, isn't it? Yes, and I knew you were going to ask me that, and I saw you posted it. I was busy with Kelsey, and I have not yet been able to listen to it, but that is on my to-do list as soon as the show ends today. You have not even listened to it. Or watch. No, man, because I, I didn't have Kelsey with me this whole past weekend. And so when you posted it and I saw it, I had her and, and we were busy. So, yeah, she comes first, man. That's, you know, that's my life right there. I'm a dad first and that's, you know, that's just that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it, though. Oh, dude, I know I will. Uh yeah, I, don't, I didn't. I didn't tell anybody about that. I know. Oh, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> I. I was excited actually to tip you off because I know how much you. Uh, you like him. I remember when the when the uh, drummer died. You were really upset about that. Uh. Well, I think we. I think you're mixing up the drummers, but. Well, didn't the drummer I mean, slip, slip not die? Well, yeah, but like. <laughs> I think you're mixing up when Vinnie Paul died. No, drummer no, from no, no. no, I remember you you posted about the Slipknot drummer dying. I might have posted something, oh, but okay. I mean, Vin I wasn't as big a, a fan. Let's put it that way. Okay, Vinnie Paul died in the past year? Um, No, it's been longer than that. Oh, uh, fuck, I think I it was two years ago. Uh, whatever, I'm, I'm confused. Oh anyway. man, it's all blur. Everything's blurring together, especially like getting older and COVID in the past two years. It's all a big blur. Oh, you're not kidding. I've I've had to. Uh, I've been thinking about that too, about how much time has passed since all that shit went down. Oh yeah, it's crazy, man. I've been working from home this whole time, and and three years ago, I'd be like, yeah, I might get to work from home one day a week. Yeah, not every day. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think you're gonna like it. The dude is super cool. He's a very, very laid back dude. Nice guy, and uh, and that people hopefully people will um, go see him for the hundred bucks uh, because they can go hang out with the guy. Yep, yeah. Is that how much the tickets are? No, no, no. Um, he's doing a um, a fundraiser uh, the afternoon of the show tomorrow, and you, oh. if you donate a hundred dollars to this veterans charity, you are you and only fifty people can do it. Um, the whole, the goal is to raise $5,000 for the local charity and then you can Sweet. hang out with him and take pictures. So hopefully people who are going to that concert will, yeah. will take them up on that. And that's, that's a great way to raise money, you know? 
Yeah, man, that's pretty sweet. I mean, it goes to a good cause, and yeah, I would do that if I had the money. <laughs> oh, I sell a video game. Yeah, I need to. Uh, yeah. I got another one uh, Monday. <laughs> Kenny, you watched the resurrection of Jake the Snake that was suggested that you should watch that, and, uh, and I know it, it affected you. It did, man. It did, because, see, when you first talked about it, you know, I, I think I had a couple of snarky comments because I'm not a wrestling fan. Right, and, right. And all the uh, F-bombs and stuff. Uh because it was something about, you know, like good family entertainment or something. But uh, Mike uh, Pellerito, he uh, he messaged me about it a, a number of times, actually. Yeah. And he was so um, uh, encouraging with everything he said with uh, mentioning the struggles that the dude was facing and kind of what I'm dealing with with weight loss right now. And, and I was like, all right, all right, I'll give it a try, you know. And I was hooked. I was hooked watching it. I was like, my heart really went out to this dude, you know? Well, Diamond Dallas Page is an absolute American treasure. Oh, yeah. And For what uh, he did. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he's great. And I'm glad Mike got you to watch that. So, you you know what? Uh, have you considered uh, doing some of that DDP yoga? Yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm want to look into that. I've never oh. really considered yoga before. But oh. just the impact that him and... I guess the program that he had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On. It'll change your life. I can promise you that. I, I know people who have done that and, uh, it, it is, Ooh boy, it is fantastic. What did you watch that on? What, what was the streaming service? Oh, uh, he had just sent me a YouTube link for it. Okay. So I just pulled it up on that. Okay. Nice. The I was actually, uh, I was actually walking on my treadmill for some of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've only missed a couple of days with the treadmill stuff because I've, I had some, some days where I was just like, man, my muscles have been too sore. They're like, we thought you were done with us. <laughs> so yeah. And here's another reason why it's important to get on that DDP yoga treadmill walking is the absolute most, uh, mind numbing thing on the planet. And oh, yeah. it, it can discourage a person who's trying to turn it around because they're going to dread it over time. If you get to that point, you're done. So I, I seriously, you should really uh, get after that like today. All right. Well, I will. Uh, but the treadmill, I've got it where it's like pointed right at my TV. So it's kind of uh, I okay. can sit there and be a couch potato. Or I could be active. Okay. And, All right. And either way, have the TV on. So, well, you know. Hey, whatever works. You try to make it as easy as possible and to take out as many excuses as possible for myself, you know? All right, man. Good job. So far, so good. At, at my heaviest, I, I didn't mention this, but at my heaviest was last fall. And I have uh, lost 22 pounds since my heaviest. And I'll mention it. It's embarrassing, but it holds me accountable. My heaviest last fall was 363 fucking pounds, dude. That, that is, was a nightmare. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, that, that is, uh, that's, you know, that's that, stupid. That's going to kill you. There's no question you're on the right track. Keep it up. Forget that. That's over. Today's, yeah. a, today's a new day.
Well, I can't forget it. I got to always remember that and, and never allow myself to get to that point again, you know? Kenny, you're a good man. You too, sir. Appreciate you. All right, buddy. See you. Later. Charity scam Mike's brother. Last year at this time weighed 500 pounds, and he's about five foot four. I am not kidding you. Maybe about five foot six. He's dropped 140. He's still fat as fuck. He was so fat, it looked fake. It was just arms. Like, I mean, it was terrible. And he got uh, that surgery to uh, make your stomach the size of, like, you know, uh, a baby's. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Baldwin Ace Hardware presents Dear Meathead, which will feature... The jmsynthetics.com question of the day for my dad. See what it did there? Double dip on the sales. Hello. Hello. How are you, my man? Never better, dad. Never better. It's it's great. I'm grateful to be home. I'm grateful to be home. I'm grateful to be talking to you. How are you? Good, honey. Well, well. That makes me happy. A little tired. Yeah. Okay. Yes, still tired. <laughs> of course. But we had a good trip all the way home. Sang songs and, you know. <laughs> Wait. You, you, we, you, we were singing to Bob Seger. Lizzie blasted him. Oh. Lizzie had the radio blaring. Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> Just like the old days. Yeah. Except in the old days. You had, you had that uh, silver van, and you had, like, uh, a 12-pack of beer next to you while you were... <laughs> Someday, lady, you're me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, those were those were special days. Uh, I remember that damn van. That was a, that was a sweet ride. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember your head sticking out of the side. I remember I was standing up on a car, uh, truck seat, and my head sticking out of... Uh, uh, 
thing on the roof of the truck. Yeah, you um, you 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 put the cruise control on. Yeah. And then you uh, you opened up the the uh, the hatch above it. Yes. And, and I stood up there, standing on the driver's seat, reaching down, holding the steering wheel while you're while you're driving with your head out of the vehicle down the freeway. And you had your head somewhere out of the side, out of the, side of the truck. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, two idiots with our heads sticking oh out. Oh, my God. Like father, like son. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yep. I, the thing is, though, I, was, I wasn't even intoxicated. No, no. You were, but that's okay. Yeah. I was having a great time. No, he wasn't. He was just being uh huh. Well, all right. Okay. Well, geez, I I wonder. Uh, now now that van, did you end up trading it in or did you sell it to somebody? I really don't remember. So I sold it. That was a fun ride, man. It had the. Uh, back seat. What's that? She said I kept the back seat. Yes, you had taken it out for something, and you forgot to put it back in. Oh, you, oh. you, you kept I it. took something out of the back seat, she said, and I forgot to put it back in. Holy cow. Well, Dad, I've, oh. uh, I've got some questions here for uh, for dear Meathead. All right. Hey, I miss my, my friends. I know, and I and I and they, they've written in, and I have uh, one from your, uh, your, your pal, Aram. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about, so you brought it up. Okay. He wants to know how the vegetable garden is going. Hey, I, I just went ahead this morning, took off the, the, the stuff was on the grass, the pots, put them back on the cement. Uh, doing good. Okay. Everything is growing well. Now, Dad, I know that uh, uh, weeds are something that you don't like to see very much. Um, you're, you're constantly pulling, uh, weeds from your garden. Uh, I, I saw a picture up North where you were on your hands and knees at Mike's place, uh, attending to the weeds. Yeah, I was, uh, just doing, they don't pay attention to those things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that bothers you. You want to, you want to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, I did. I, I ran out of time really because I just didn't get to do Anything else that I want to do? I left quite a bit of it hanging over there. I am, uh, I am right there with you. I uh, when when Diane and I go on walks, I sometimes pull the neighbor's weeds. So you and I are identical. You see what we're we have the same makeup. We do. We're establishing a pattern. When you drive with your head out of the vehicle, I do too. <laughs> when you pull weeds, when you pull weeds, I pull weeds. So. Th- <laughs> Oh, that, that, that place up there needed quite a bit of work. Right. I just never got to do anything because I didn't have the equipment. I don't, hey, I organize everything. I do, come up at next trip, wherever. It's all messed up. Right, right. They take something, use it, and throw the thing out there on a bench. And I, and I keep that in mind when I go up to my place. I'm like, man, I better make sure this place is in tip-top shape because if my dad comes through here, he's going to kick my ass. Well, it'll give me something to get busy, you know. <laughs> okay, now uh, Joanne and Diana, uh, those two. What about them? Those two were cackling the whole time. 
they had. I know that. They, I know that. I don't know. She really cackles. Yeah, now I don't know what the hell they were laughing at, but I sure was enjoying them laughing. I think they're looking at my legs or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, they were. They were. They they were having. They were. Uh, some very very funny moments, and God only knows what they were talking about. I hope they weren't, uh, you know. I mean, who who even knows what they were talking about? Yeah, don't go there, buddy. No, I, no way, no way, no. Oh, I mean, God. I I know where. Di- I mean, Diana's uh, mind is right in the gutter. <laughs> so I can only assume that she I don't was. Think so. She was pretty uh, cool. Oh boy, I don't know about that. She's uh, she's a bad influence, man. Maybe she was whispering in your ears or something, but I didn't hear nothing nasty. Yeah. Well, I don't want to know whatever it was. Those two look like they were just they, they they look like a couple of kids in school who are about to get yelled at by the teacher. They, the key point was they were having a good time. That's exactly right. It was it was a joy. And dad. You know, I've uh, I've got the plan now. On June 17th, that is Father's Day 2022, it is going to be another shish kebab extravaganza at your place. All right. Okay. All right. I'm looking Sounds forward. like a winner to me, buddy. Um, now, God, how old am I going to be? Well, no, it's Father's Day. It's not your birthday, ding dong. Oh, I see. Okay. So we'll do that. Well, hey. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Don writes this. Dear Meathead, the gas prices are outrageous. Can you give oh, yeah. can you give me some tips for improving fuel economy? Slow down. Well, John just hit hollered, slow down, but my comment is don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Try to walk in. So you got to go to the store. You got to walk five miles to get a loaf of bread. Well, not that much, but maybe two or three miles, and it won't hurt you. In fact, it builds your uh, metabolism. Okay, so uh, say no to high gas prices. Walk to Meyer and improve your metabolism. You know, yes, but but the thing I don't understand: what kicks up the price of gasoline? For instance, isn't the gasoline made the same way before? I don't know how this uh, entirely works. I have some idea, but it depends on who you talk to. Some people just blame Joe Biden. No, I don't blame anybody. I blame the uh, personality of Americans that they see an opportunity to make extra bucks. They'll do it. They don't care whose pocket they're going to hurt. I think there's uh, there's a couple things. Uh, I, just a... Uh, I have some idea about economics, and a lot has to do with supply and demand. Have you ever? Well, heard, that's a good point. Have, yes. Have you ever heard about that? Like I haven't heard anything well, because I have not been listening to any of the news. Well, or- it's a it's an old concept. You know, when the when the pandemic was going on, no one was driving. So See, we in America are opportunistic people to make money. They see a chance to make money. They don't care who they hurt. Gotcha. All right. So. I think pushing electric cars. Do you want to push electric cars? Oh, they sure are pushing those things. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would be interested in in uh, electric car. Neither would I. I mean, because let's say I'm in my electric car. 
and I drive uh, someplace that, you know, and I'm, I'm near the end of the charge and I need a charge and I have no place to charge it. You know, I'm uh, the, sure. I might as well light the car on fire. So they got stations, but they're 100 miles apart. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for those things. No, I do not care for that. Dad, Linda writes, dear meathead, my husband never flushes the toilet after using it. What can I do to get him to do this? Oh, boy. What the hell is the problem with just pushing a button? Yeah, bro. Wait a minute. Is Joanne suggesting that you... She said, yeah, Rob, like I leave it. I never do that. Wait. I, it, it sounds, it seems to me like you may be someone who does this. No. Are you, She's wrong. Are you telling me that Joanne would will go into the bathroom and there's a there's a, a Topeka stink pickle in the toilet? Oh, Rob, he'd never do that. No. Not me. Okay. Well... That, that is so, that's a sight of laziness, total laziness, idiotic. You, you do, you have to flush the toilet. Do you have any... What, what idiot does that? Do you have any tips for Linda, what she can do to get her husband to do that? Maybe she could threaten him or something? Tell him that you're going to put a toilet somewhere else in the house. That will be strictly hers. And let him do his own thing and the other one. He he can go ahead and destroy that toilet. Boy, that that sounds terrible. What you I absolutely agree with you. What what type of sick SOB can't flush really? the toilet? That In fact, I wish you knew so I would call and talk tell him what my opinion of him is oh, when yeah. he does that. Yeah, that's that's a horrible sign right. of Wait, what are you saying, Joanne? Put saran wrap on it. She says put saran wrap on it. I don't know what that means. On the toilet. Oh, what she's suggesting, if you put saran wrap on it, then he can't go in it. Yeah. Or it well, might, yeah. like, it would, like, yeah, it would. It would It would be a mess. Can you imagine if he sits down on the toilet and tries to drop a deuce and there's saran wrap there? Now, I hope he hears this, and I don't mean that to be ridiculous, but what idiot is that lazy to push a button? Yeah, that, that makes no sense to me, Dad. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is the matter with that guy? Maybe forget. Forget? How can you forget? He just got off the toilet. Yeah, yeah it, it seems a little crazy to me. I mean, I can't imagine that. I mean, maybe once in a while if you're like... Uh, preoccupied you might forget to flush when you pee but i mean this is horrible no no there's no reason to forget pushing a button yeah okay dad hopefully he's hearing that that Uh, makes me mad (laughs) rob writes meathead i have a long set of sidewalk steps at my house and they are all uneven my wife wants to hire someone to fix them, but I want to level them myself. What suggestions do you have to level the steps out that I could do myself? Uh, it's a simple thing. you got to take it all apart, clear the bases of them, put a cement base, you know, uh, loose concrete, and put cement blocks on them. Uh. Okay, so does that mean uh, he has to uh, basically start from scratch, huh? Yeah, he should do that. Okay. And that'll last him for years. 
I think he's thinking that is there are there, is there anything to any way to avoid that to somehow or is that unavoidable? When you avoid things of that nature, that means you're just a lazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> really, it takes work to create a, a proper thing. So quit being lazy about it and do two, two or three of them. And then when you do that, you can't walk on it for three, four days. Okay. So you've got to make arrangements to have a different area to step off and on so that cement can sit. I mean, don't do something that you can do it all over and then six months later you got to do it all over again because you didn't do the right thing. I'm into building, I'll tell you that right now. I do it properly, 100% proof. I, I got steps in here. Man, they're good. They're good for a long time. They're good steps, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm i just kind of making sure I got this clear. Uh, when you avoid things of that nature, it's because you're a lazy ass. Yeah. You got to work at it. You got to create a different area to use until the concrete sets. Uh, Dad, uh, we laid eyes on uh, Mike Stong's brother, Jason, who has lost 140 pounds. Uh, wow, yeah, he does. And he used to lose another 140 pounds. He does. I mean, he he had a, has a long way to go. Uh, hopefully, he continues it. I hope he does, too. He really, really needs it. Um, what did you prefer to eat more of? The meat? Because we had those Korean short ribs and things like that, or the fish. What was your favorite part of the weekend? The fish. Me too. Uh, yeah, you got to, you know, for a guy like him, he's got to be have the intake of meal very little. But then again, here's the problem. Excuse me. He does that, but he sits there at night, drinks a gallon and a half of booze. Yeah, I know it. He did drink a lot, but you know what? He drinks. He drinks uh, vodka and uh, sugar-free Red Bull. So I don't care what he drinks. He drinks a lot of booze. I, you should. He shouldn't even touch booze. No, you're right. I think if I think he needs uh, he needs to end that too. That would probably help him. His his he's he's got the deck of cards stacked against him already. He's got to give uh, got to give himself a chance. Oh, I seen that. I watched him. I said, "My God, how could he you know do that?" I mean, don't don't you want to? Uh, be properly taken care of himself. Yeah, it, it it's it's a tough one. Some people have different struggles. I I, I don't judge. You know, um, I I just hope he figures it out. I don't judge. I don't judge. But I I just feel stupidly angry that the way they take care of themselves. I mean, I used to drink. Yeah, you know, it. it yeah, I can brag about that. That's it. Uh, I I usually chalk all those things up to personal things and just kind of stay. I just mind my own business. Oh, I do too. I I don't get involved. I, I don't. No, that's not true. Because Kevin was chewing tobacco, and you said, "Why do you do that filthy habit?" That's I mean. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is filthy habit. And I can see he's got all kinds of rappers. He's got the, all kinds of things takes out and shove it in his mouth. You know, the guy doesn't have a lot going on. You know, his his day is just sitting around. If he wants to chew tobacco, I don't know. I don't care. Well, yeah, I know that. I, I you know, hey, he's hey, making don't make any comments on that. Hey, let me tell you something. He's healthier than you and I combined. 
Is he really? Oh, yeah. In fact, he's got a physical coming up uh, next week. I got to take him to that. He's he's in great shape. Well, I'm glad of that. I never. I was surprised to see him doing all that. I didn't think he was doing all of the things. Um. What? Well, what, I'm sorry. What do you mean? Chewing tobacco and all that. Oh yeah, he drinks. He drinks every day. He chews tobacco all day. He eats horrible food, and he's healthy as a horse. Somehow, I don't know how. He can't be healthier than a horse. No, he is, man. Because that, that has to affect him. Somehow. That's what I thought too. And then he got a physical last year, and because the doctor calls me and lets me know about his blood work, and he goes, uh, "Your brother-in-law is unbelievably healthy, uh, despite oh, his good. despite his inability to move that well. He's is is he looks good. Everything his cholesterol is in check and." Uh, yeah, I don't know how. He's a freak of nature. I think he's going to live to like 300 years old. Wow. Well, what, what causes... Sorry? The way he walks. Uh, what causes him to walk the way he does? He has a spinal cord injury because his spinal uh, cord okay. were, had damaged it, but, uh, that, that has since been ripped, uh, that has since been repaired. And so we're hoping that is his, uh, that that will start to come back his ability to uh ambulate you know you know what i'd like to do i like to be around him quite frequently or often and get him to participate in conversations oh he he's more of a listener yeah well well if you start talking to him about like politics he'll he'll talk Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but, but I like him. I think he's a very pleasant person. Next time you see him, go up to him and say, "Hey, what do you think about Trump?" And then you'll you'll hear a lot. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's he's. he's no, I like him. I think he's a very likable person. He is uh, not a fan of Trump. All right, well, Dad, uh, you you guys, of course, have uh, made everyone's day by being here. Everyone loves you, and uh, we're just so glad that you could be part of it. In fact, I'm going to see you this weekend again. T- today is Wednesday. I'm going to see you on Saturday at your um, uh, grandson Zachary's graduation party. Yeah, okay, good. So that'll That's be good. great. Okay, and I think Jackie will be there and Justin will be there. Diana cannot, oh. um, but uh, I, I maybe Madison. I'll, I'll have to double check. Yeah, where is Diana? She is, uh, she is a chaperone. She will be chaperoning. A, oh, uh, a a school trip. She, oh, hey, you guys are really involved. That's great. I really like to see yeah, that. She does that every year. So That's great. You're going to be there, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. All right, honey. Okay, I you love guys. you. It was uh, a good conversation. We really enjoyed uh, meeting each other out there for an extended period of time. You know it. And... Uh, well, we'll see you again very soon. Hey, let me uh, let me ask you this: Did you see when Mike almost killed the kids with the Roman candle? No. no. Oh, thank God! Holy cow! All right, never mind. I'll, I'll... Oh, is that the one on the news? No, 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 no. No, no huh? it, it was a moment in time when we were up north that uh, he did something ridiculous. And he started the fire with the Roman candle in the in the oh in, the, in the fire pit, and he was holding the Roman candle backwards. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah! Oh man, what a bonehead! Oh, you're not kidding, man. 
You are not kidding. Okay. I love you. That was something. He could lose his hand. I know it. One day he will probably, and you'll be able to, and then you you and him can hang out together, you know? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Jesus. Okay. Well, you made the Joanne's day. I love her. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, friends. What the family is all about. You're darn right. Surprises. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you. Yes, God bless you and see you when I see you. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye, Joanne. Love you. I love you, too. Okay, see ya. Bye, honey. See ya. It always takes takes forever to say goodbye. That is... uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware's Dear Meathead with the question of the day coming to you about the concrete steps from Jason Mays and JM Synthetics. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, If you ever have a question for Dad, drop me a line on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I would like you to advertise on the show. To do that, just reach out. Eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I will tell you how it works. What are you doing, Daisy? Give you all the details on how a sponsorship marketing plan works. Everything is a handshake deal. Uh, it, uh, I would say it, 90% of the time, it works. There are sponsors I've had that are like, yeah, I, I'm getting nothing. That happens. But most of the time, it's fantastic. You will get your return on your investment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you sponsored in the past or are currently doing that, if you want information, just reach out Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I would love to tell you how it works. Case in point, Bennett flooring installation. Uh, Jacob and Scott finished up the job yesterday. And wow, just like that. The basement is coming to life. Thank you to them for doing such a marvelous job. I had ripped out the old flooring. I had purchased the new flooring and then they installed it. It is the most cost-effective way to install flooring professionally. Reach out to them. 616-318-0167. For Bennett Flooring Installation, if you are in the West Michigan area, this is who you call on to get the flooring installed right. We're not done with them, though. Nope. Uh, the goal is to have every bit of carpeting replaced. So we've got another set of stairs for them to do. Um, by the way, 50 bucks a stair. I had 14 stairs going from the downstairs to the main level of the house. 50 bucks a stair. Stairs are expensive. So they got to do another stair, stairwell up, up the steps, um, not stairwell, set of stairs. They got a living room. They got to do two bedrooms in a hall, three bedrooms, a lot. They've got a lot to do. All they've done is, is the, uh, is Jim's old room. And I don't know why the hell I'm telling you this. Anyway, Baldwin Ace Hardware. Thank you. Damn it. Bennett flooring installation. Thank you. The flooring that I got, I got it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. They just signed up for another six months of marketing. Thank you to Darwin over there. This is what you need to do. 
uh, if you're in Granville, Michigan, or seek them out in Granville, Michigan, along Chicago Drive. Ugly building, deep, deep discounts. It's a warehouse, okay? You march in. First of all, can't drop the E out of you. Longtime listener and supporter has made this happen. He's got his uh, his staff there that are gonna that are moving stuff around. Uh, you basically walk through the warehouse and you see the stuff stacked up. You're gonna you're gonna lift it from those piles, and uh, they get it at a really low price when they buy it from the manufacturers because they buy so much of it and store it in the warehouse. Because of that, you're gonna get it for an ultra low cheap price. Mention my name and you will save ten percent on that. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars in Granville, Granville, Michigan. Okay. You're not going to believe this. This is a rare two-urine day, but it's happening again, and I got to finish this show strong, and if I'm going to be, like, you know, having to pee every, you know, it's going to be no fun for me. So I got to take another break, okay? So I want you to hang right there. I'll be right back. I promise. (laughs) Whoa! I just saw a story that I can't wait to talk about on the Patreon. I'll read you a headline. Oklahoma teacher accused of sending nudes to student after she heard rumors that he liked her. That is, uh, we had a, a, a sexy teacher story yesterday too. So we'll talk about that. There is a, uh, a news story that accompanies it. We'll be able to watch it together and I'll link it up. But, oh my God. I I'm, I always want to see what the teacher looks like. I, I want this story to be like, she's a disgusting fat bitch. Okay. And, you know. She, the, the kid's like, what the fuck? That's what I want. <clears throat> I'm always interested in what they look like. Can I, Jesus, did, did this, this shit could not have happened when I was growing up. I don't re, I don't recall any of my teachers being even remotely attractive in any way. Uh, the men were all a thousand years old and the, and the women were all, well, same thing. They they all seemed very old to me and, and none of them were attractive in any way. God, I don't know why I talked about the men. It's not like I was attracted to men, but I'm what my, my point was, I can't imagine any chick or I guess dude being attracted to any dude in my school either. They all look like fuck. So we'll talk about that. Uh, this is, um, okay. I'll touch on, hold on a second. I just got distracted. Uh, gas prices. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, how often have you been watching TV and like they're talking about, um, how high the prices are, and you see $7.60 or something like that. And um, you're thinking, oh, man, I mean, somewhere in the U.S. it is that expensive. Well, that is not true. 
That is a uh, piece of propaganda material or whatever to make you think that it's that high. But the highest gas in the country right now is in California. And the average is $6.06 a gallon. Now, as you know, my goal is for it to be $10 a gallon. We need 10. I talked about this yesterday. I want you to wrap your brain around the fact that $10 a gallon is coming. And then if it winds up being seven, you're you're convincing yourself, you're tricking yourself. Oh, wow, this is so much better. This is what we need to do. Okay, now in Michigan, I believe it went up again. I think it was like I paid yesterday $4.78. Hawaii is second most expensive at $5.35. That doesn't make any sense to me. You've got this island in the in the middle of an ocean way far away, and somehow uh, the gas in Hawaii is cheaper than California. I don't get it. Uh, Nevada, Nevada, Washington, Alaska, Oregon, Illinois at 497, New York 490, DC 487, Arizona 480, the cheapest $4.03, Oklahoma. Uh, what? Here's the thing. When I buy gas, the truck has a huge gas tank. And so, Jesus, don't even get me started about the fucking RV. I talked about that yesterday, but it's it's about $270 to fill the fucking RV. The, the, the truck is no slouch either. So I run the card, and, and my, my goal is don't even look at the cost. Just fill the fucker up. But then the pump stops. I'm like, I know that's not full. I know it's not. The assholes at the place, at the gas station, the pump shut off at 80 bucks. I'm like, dude, you got to stop that. Because then I, uh, I, I wanted to just not look at it. But now I got to take the pump out, put the fucking thing back. And then you want receipt? No. Run the card again. Thank God. Because sometimes people's cards are like, uh-oh, he's being scammed. Uh, that didn't happen. But then I had to put another $25 in gas in the damn thing. It's like, enough. Just make it so that they stay on until the thing is full. No more of these limits. It's, it's just a huge pain in the ass because now I actually have to see how much is going in there. I didn't want to think, think about the fact that uh, <clears throat> I was putting that much gas in. And then um, I am the king of hypermiling. Everyone hates me. Everyone hates to follow me. And I, I'm tempted to put a sign in the back window of the truck saying, uh, gas prices blow, I go slow. Um, if it's a 55 you know, um, not freeway. Like some of the areas around here, you can go 55 or sometimes 60 and it's not a freeway or anything like that. It's just a country road. Um, I do 40 and people want to kill me. And I'm like, well, fuck it, dude. I'm not driving fast. I'm just not going to do it. You're just going to have to pass me. And when they pass me, it's, they, they fucking hate my guts. Uh, rolling coal, 
as they're passing me, they're going like this, waving their finger. Like, hurry up, speed up. It's like, no. So my goal on the truck is 18, 19 miles a, miles a gallon. And I think it has, the, the motor is like a 327 or something like that. It's a huge fucking V8 motor. If I can get 18, 19 out of this, it's a miracle. But I'm trying to do it by going slow. And everyone hates my guts. It's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. I am trying my best to save, but I make sure my tires are inflated properly. I'm that guy. I'm doing everything I can to try to get the most gas mileage out. And I mean, like taking the damn thing. Okay, Diana, can I borrow your car? Why? Like, oh, I don't know. Because it gets 50 miles to the fucking gallon and the money for the gas comes out of our account, you and I. So, yes, can I take your car so I don't have to take this fucking pig? Okay, but don't wreck it. I'm not going to. Come on, man. Um, The frustration continues in Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas, where that slaughter happened. I hate the word tragedy. I hate it when people say a tragedy. A tragedy always implies to me like something beyond someone's control or like an accident happened. You have to call it what it is. A slaughter. A mass murder. Um, I talked yesterday at length about all of the missteps. Uh, the latest is that one door. People said that the door that the fucking maniac got in was um, propped open. It wasn't. It was closed, but it wasn't locked, so it doesn't matter. How the fuck is it that he goes? I guess he was trying all the doors, you know? And, oh, here's the open one. When the, when the maniac walked in there, he walked into the room and said, hello, you're all going to die. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Uh, there was a 10-year-old that was laid to rest yesterday. She had called 911 saying, come help us, come help us. And Arredondo, the head cop there, uh, he's the asshole who made the decision to, uh, to wait. So for an hour and 20 minutes, nothing was 78 minutes. Nothing was done. Uh, yeah. Help is on the way. No, it's not. Uh, sorry, 10 year old, but, uh, you're just going to have to die because uh, Arredondo is out there uh, setting up a picnic blanket, arresting your mom and dad because they want to rush in and help you. But no, you don't get help. You you just have to die. And that's exactly what happened. Um, now it, uh, has, it appears that Arredondo, the chief who um, did nothing, this feckless fat, disgusting uh, slob who needs to die. He took his oath of office yesterday on the city council and months or a couple weeks before the slaughter, he won an election. So now everybody wants him to, well, everybody wants to kill the guy. And I don't know how he does. uh, I mean, if, if I'm uh, Arredondo, I quietly leave town, resign, 
I mean, you still have to live the rest of your life. He's only 50 years old. You, you know, you change your name. You go, you a self-exile witness protection. You just killed tons of children by your um, ineptness. Um, how, how can you, I mean, this is a small community. Everybody wants to kill that guy. He's going to wind up dead. Like for his own sake, I wouldn't want to be seen anywhere. I would lay low. And then just just quietly get the fuck out of town, never to be seen again. However, authorities want to talk to this guy because, um, and I don't I don't know shit about shit, but ultimately they need more information. I'm guessing there is an investigation about the negligence, and maybe something legally could be uh, going on against him. But he has decided he is no longer he is no longer going to cooperate with officials who are investigating this uh, different branches of law enforcement are trying to get more information. So they want to interview him and he's not returning calls now. So that's ugly too. And he was sworn in last night. It was supposed to be like a ceremony, but um, the officials in Uvalde decided that, that that's not a good idea. We are not going to do that. So they ended up, um, um, doing the swearing in, but they did it like after hours or some shit like that. <clears throat> so just an absolute shit show. New questions are emerging a week after the massacre at Robb elementary, the Texas department of public safety said the Uvalde police department and Uvalde school district police have been cooperating with investigators, but the chief, um, of the police provided an initial interview, but has not responded to her, to her request for a follow-up interview with the Texas Texas can't read or talk Texas Rangers. That was made two days ago. It was Arredondo who ordered the officers to remain outside the classroom where the gunman was holed up during the siege. I just want to pick the brain of them. Why, why would you do that? My God. And so then they're sitting there waiting and they're hearing the gunfire, knowing that every shot is another dead kid. And their people are freaking out outside of their holy fuck. Take a look at this little asshole. This little 10 year old. Decided that he wanted to threaten his school in Florida. Well, that's a bad time to do that. That's a bad time. Anytime's a bad time to do that. But um, the approach by the cops has been a swift one uh, concerning this kid. He's a fifth grader. Florida authorities Monday released the mugshot and arrest footage of a uh, of this 10-year-old. I think I can share this with you. I'm getting a, little, a couple of internet issues. I apologize. That's why it's called I'm all fucking herp derp right now. Uh, he threatened to uh, shoot up the school. The local sheriff calling the move just deserts for a suspected criminal. I love the approach. This is the kid coming out 
Look at this little fucker. Ah ha, you little shit. I don't give a fuck if he's a, if he's a like one year old. You little fuck. Daniel Isaac Marquez arrested for a mass shooting threat. Ha ha ha. Yes. Oops. This is what we need to do to these assholes. Florida authorities released this yesterday. I did a campaign. Fake threat, real consequence. Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marceno told a radio station in Florida. While I understand the boy is 10 years old, his brain's not fully developed. He's a juvenile. I have to tell you, when a 10-year-old presses a trigger, the aftermath is the same regardless of the age. Sheriff's office posted the video to Facebook showing the brat, a fifth grader at Patriot Elementary School in Cape Coral, being arrested Saturday for the alleged text message threat which was forwarded to deputies by a tipster on May 28th. Daniel was being, uh, was shown being let off with his, uh, hands cuffed behind his back while dressed in blue Crocs and a camouflage hooded zip up sweatshirt and matching shorts. Marceno spoke about the baby face suspect to W radio St. Daniels told a friend in a text text uh, message about wads of cash and to get ready for him to carry out the mass shooting. I scammed my friend. The boy allegedly wrote in the text, which included a Google image of money, according to an arrest report. You little fuck. Daniel then allegedly shared an image of four assault rifles that he said he had he bought and told his buddy to get ready for Water Day, referencing a recent school-sponsored event in which students participate in water activities. We don't wait one second, Marceno said, of looking into the boy's threat. We investigate every threat as if it's real. They should have punched the kid in the stomach on that video. Now, seriously, you know, as he's walking out of the police station in cuffs, they should have like body slammed him or done something, you know, make him cough up blood. You little fucking piece of shit. And then throwing his dad through a wood chipper. We have zero tolerance. Marceno said our children are going to be safe no matter what. This is what we need. Uh, so what we need to do is I beg the parents to sit with your children. We need to do everything we can as a team to prevent these types of issues and not ignore the red flags. The boy was charged as a juvenile with making a written threat to conduct a mass shooting. Marcelo said later in an interview, Marcelo spilled out his department's response to a would be school shooter. You don't get to come into one of my schools in my County and present deadly force. Marcelo said, because we meet deadly force with deadly force without one second, without hesitation. If you think you're going to come and kill a child, a teacher or a faculty member, think again, we will kill you immediately. The pint-sized perp was arrested one day before a Florida man, Corey Anderson, 18, was busted Sunday at a home in Lutz, Florida, after making an online threat while posting photos of himself with what appeared to be a rifle, handgun, and a tactical-style vest, according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, these fucking idiots are so stupid. They, they post it on social media before they want to go kill somebody. In my opinion, these are two killers off the street. 
The chilling photo was accompanied by a caption that read, Hey Siri, directions to the nearest school, authorities said. Investigators later determined the handgun and rifle in Anderson's photos were airsoft guns which shoot pellets rather than bullets. I, I, I cannot imagine how stupid you must be at any point to do something like this. And when, and you know, not let alone a time when, you know, everybody's on edge where it just happened. Holy shit. Got a little more from this, uh, school incident that happened, uh, with this, um, with this 10 year old. I'll get to it after the stupid ad, please. These things kill me. Today, for allegedly making us one of our students has been arrested today for allegedly making a threat of violence on social media against our school. The message no parent wants to hear. You know, when it's your baby and there's a threat at the school after everything that's you know keeps happening. Uh-oh. Tiffany here should not be wearing what she's wearing. Local reporter is interviewing this mom. She's a random mom from the school. And Tiffany uh, is going to have to make some more healthy choices before she decides to show so much tit and gut. It's, It's scary. It's terrifying. If my kid goes, if a kid goes to school and sees that much tit and gut, it might be okay to shoot up the school. Brittany Thompson is a mother to a kindergartner at Patriot Elementary School. She just, she just called Patriot Elementary School, Patriot Elementary School. You know, you have to think about what's going on in his life to make him feel this way and act this way. But at the same time, you know, that's my child and, you know, I'm, I'm glad they did what they had to do. Thompson says this situation brought to her mind the tragedy of the 21 lives lost last week in the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. And as a parent, she questions whether to even share with her daughter what could have been a potential threat. She's only five, so it's, she doesn't understand what's going on and... You know, I don't want to give her that fear of going to school every day. For this mom, she says right now she feels her daughter is safe, but questions whether it will be the last time something like this happens. They've gotten the student, so the threat essentially is gone. But just knowing that it was so close to home, it's scary still, you know, making the choice to possibly send her back. My advice, um, I've, I've seen other folks post this same thing. Tom Steele just posted this. Punt. Okay. Punt. What I mean that by that is uh, the rest of the school year, let's just get these kids out of school. That buys some time. And then bolster up the defense at the school, which is what I talked about at length yesterday. If nothing is being done and and nothing is being done, and I, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Schools are now, I mean, you need to do something on your own. No one is going to help you. You need to, on your own, make the security a big priority. Everything else is out the window. In my opinion, any superintendent worth 
hers or his salt is one will will do this will come up with something to keep these children safe so that buys you however many weeks you have for summer vacation and then get after it get this shit done i don't give a fuck if you have to do a lemonade stand fundraiser to pay for that shit make it happen beat the street raise the money no one no do not trust the government to get this done for you these fuckers are too busy doing all sorts of other crazy shit trying to <coughs> trying to blame guns i do not believe that guns are the problem i am not that guy should that 18 year old had that gun been able to get that gun that easily of course not that, that that i don't think that would have prevented anything you know this is uh, now you are on the clock. No one is going to help you get it done on your own. In fact, um, I kind of want to speak at a school board meeting. I want to go and, and ask, or at least put the notion, they probably have already thought about this, but uh, to me, it all boils down to if you have the ability to raise funds for an art center, for an aquatic center, a stadium, and another new athletic facility, okay, um, you did all of those things at a time when school shootings were through the roof. They've they've been through the roof. So what does that tell us? And 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 that doesn't mean that you did the wrong thing. But you, you should do some things. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm telling you, schools need to be retro, retrofitted with bulletproof glass. That needs to be uh, impossible to breach. Students are at an absolute, schools and uh, students are at an absolute disadvantage and no one is helping. No one is going to help you. So you're going to have to go do it yourself. And if you don't, at this point, it's your fault. Hire me on Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. It's been too long since I've done a Cameo. If you or someone you know or love is, has a birthday coming up, I can make this as sweet or as roasty as you want it to be for just 15 bucks. I recommend doing it on your desktop or your laptop, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I recommend doing it there because it's easier and you can leave a tip. You can't leave a tip on the app for some reason. That's stupid. But um, that way, if you're like, boy, he really went above and beyond. He did He did a great job. I'm going to throw five bucks his way. That helps pay off the vets. Uh, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Bosco's Pub. I, I think there is an event going on this weekend or Friday, I believe there are people getting together at Bosco's pub. I'm, uh, I'd like to drop by there and say hello to the gang. Uh, thank you so much. Bosco's pub for lunch or dinner in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, uh, serving the best burgers that exist known to man. Uh, I've got nothing but terrific reports from people about the quality level, uh, the amazing taste of the burgers at Bosco's pub. Their olive burger is actually an award winner. No shit. best of grand rapids i prefer the luigi i'll probably have another one of those thank you so much 
for hanging out at Bosco's Pub. B-O-S-C-O-S Pub. Bosco'spub.com. You might miss uh, miss it if you're driving through uh, that little Terra Square area of Hudsonville launch along Chicago drives. You might want to look it up, get the exact location, Bosco's pub for lunch or dinner in the Hudsonville, Michigan area. Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. I love you so much. Uh, servicing all makes and models with the exception of Volkswagen 616-532-6600. They recently uh, began the uh, process. I think they're done now. They got to be of uh, expanding the, uh, space of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV to serve more of the public. If you have an issue with your car, reach out to Irvine, 616-532-6600. They are awesome, and they will help you keep your car on the road. If you're getting ready to take a trip, and God help you if you are, because that's expensive, uh, get a pre-trip check. From Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. All right. Lastly, A&E Heating and Cooling. It's been hot. The air conditioning's been working overtime. And if you have not yet had that thing tuned up, what are you doing? You're just basically rolling the dice on a breakdown. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. If you need any um, after-hours service calls, that can help you there, too. You're going to get bent over the pinata, but still, they can help. And if you're retrofitting the home with a new furnace or an air conditioner, they will install the best in the business, the Comfort Maker brand of furnace and air conditioner. Okay. Um, coming up on the Patreon, in addition to the latest sexy teacher that I told you about, Do you remember the New Jersey cop who did the lap dance on the, uh, on her superior officer? She was a rookie cop, super hot. She walks into the Christmas party wearing the hooker boots and the short plaid skirt. I mean, and she looks like a damn stripper and she grinds heavy duty on her boss. I mean, this was intense. In fact, I think I got it right here. Let me, let me share this with you. You can see what the hell I'm talking about. This was embarrassing. Um, Oh boy. Yeah. You see, this is what happens when I try too hard. Things get weird. Yeah. I don't have it. Anyway, it was a hell of a lab dance. I'll share it with you when we, um, when we get into it on the Patreon uh, she is in the news again. She is apparently a drunken, entitled witch. I'll get to that story. We have a new oldest woman on the planet. I'll introduce you to her. And one of these docs who peddled crazy shit trying to cure COVID gets sentenced. All on the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com. Slash Eric Zane. You know what? I forgot. I forgot something. I forgot to talk about a couple of sponsors. So I have to get this in. First off, Berlin Raceway. This weekend, racing at Berlin. Tickets are just 12 bucks. okay, when you buy them online. BerlinRaceway.com. The absolute most affordable family fun you will find 
I love the races at Berlin. I'm going to be there coming up, not this weekend, but I am scheduled to make an appearance on June 25th. All right, so remember that. BerlinRaceway.com. Get tickets for Berlin. Parking is free. Beer is cold and cheap. Hot dogs are cheap. You can bring in a cooler to bring your own snacks. You can bring in your own soft drinks. No glass, no alcohol. Berlin Raceway. Racing on the nearly half-mile oval. Kind of oval. It's great fun. You're going to love it. Uh, Mario Flores, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Love them so much. Thank you, Mario, for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. You are the best. If you need a mortgage, uh, whether your credit is great or not so great, this is who you call. He takes all comers. He will help you. 231-332-6505. You can't get this service, though, if you're in Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, or South Carolina. Other than that, you're good to go. TC Paintball. Book a party at TC Paintball. Uh, Rick is going to be joining me. We haven't yet set a time, but Rick wants to rant. Rick has skills when it comes to ranting. So he's figuring out shit he can rant about. He wants to call his show Rickless Abandon, which, boy, that is so gay. Rickless Abandon. I said Rick's rants. That just sounds better, but he wants Rickless Abandon. TC Paintball, GR.com. Paintball War number 19, the summertime slaughter. Uh, Rest in peace, Devil Fart Mike. Happens June 26, 5 p.m. Let me know if you're coming. Eric at EricSaintShow.com. Your asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? I'm going to make it Pete Arredondo again. Asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Again, it has to be Pete Arredondo, that piece of shit responsible, partially responsible for killing several people. Should be arrested immediately. Okay. That is my time for today. The 1st of June. Oh, my God. Podcast number 831 is in the books. Just like that, we are done. Uh, Don't hesitate to reach out to me with your questions, your comments, concerns. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Love you. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.